Welcome to the St. Michael Fall Podcast Series. My name is Mary Lesman, and I'll be leading our meditation today. Our theme this fall is God is doing a new thing. Following our 75th anniversary celebration, St. Michael is refreshed and renewed for a bright future. Now God is calling us to make new commitments in our faith and in our community. Give thanks to the Lord and call upon His name. Make known His deeds among the peoples. A reading from the book of Ecclesiasticus, chapter 6, verses 5 to 17. Pleasant speech multiplies friends, and a gracious tongue multiplies courtesies. Let those who are friendly with you be many, but let your advisors be one in a thousand. When you gain friends, gain them through testing, and do not trust them hastily. For there are friends who are such when it suits them, but they will not stand by you in time of trouble. And there are friends who change into enemies and tell of the quarrel to your disgrace. And there are friends who sit at your table, but they will not stand by you in time of trouble. When you are prosperous, they become your second self and lord it over your servants. But if you are brought low, they turn against you and hide themselves from you. Keep away from your enemies and be on guard with your friends. Faithful friends are a sturdy shelter. Whoever finds one has found a treasure. Faithful friends are beyond price. No amount can balance their worth. Faithful friends are life-saving medicine, and those who fear the Lord will find them. Those who fear the Lord direct their friendship aright, for as they are, so are their neighbors also. Here ends the reading. Several weeks ago, I was listening to a Brene Brown podcast on trust She set the stage by likening our trusting relationships to a marble jar. The marble jar she's referencing is one kept by her daughter's teacher on her desk. When the class makes great choices, the teacher adds marbles to the jar. When they make poor choices, she takes marbles out. When the marble jar is full, the class gets a treat or a party. Brene's point with this image is that we need to gauge our trust of others based on our experience with them over time. Others don't have a right to our stories. They earn that right. We share the hardest and deepest and most meaningful parts of our lives with folks who have filled up our marble jar, who have earned our trust. So how do we fill a marble jar of trust? What the research shows is that trust is built up in the smallest of moments. We allow our plans to be disrupted by someone who needs us. We remember details and are interested in another's life. We show up for folks for the things that are important to them. One of the most cited examples of trust building? Attending a funeral. It means a lot to folks when you show up at the funeral of their loved one. Charles Feltman, the author of The Thin Book of Trust, defines trust as choosing to risk making something you value vulnerable to another person's actions. And he says distrust is believing what is important to me is not safe with you. It's extremely legitimate to determine over time who we can trust with what is most meaningful to us and who we cannot. 
it's appropriate to have different levels of intimacy and trust with those in our lives. I thought of all of this as I read our passage for today from Ecclesiasticus. This passage is overwhelmingly about friendship, and it appears that the wisdom of this ancient book is quite in line with the truths about trust revealed in these modern studies. The writer tells us, When you gain friends, gain them through testing and do not trust them hastily. For there are friends who are such when it suits them, but they will not stand by you in time of trouble. That sounds like the theology of the marble jar to me. Friendship is such a gift. I have friends that go back 30 years and some I've only met recently. I have friends where our encounters are limited and or situational. These are wonderful friendships and I'm grateful for them. Then I have friendships where we've talked intimately about all the facets of our lives, our relationships, our families, our jobs, our hurts, our dreams. I trust these friends to have appropriate boundaries around holding confidences so that we continue to be a safe place for one another. As I thought back, these deep trusting relationships did have to be established over time. It took many small moments. It took listening to and learning one another's stories. It took allowing ourselves to be vulnerable in what we shared and discovering over time that we could fully trust one another with those vulnerabilities, that we would never use them to hurt or score points or one-up the other. Our passage for today continues. Faithful friends are beyond price. No amount can balance their worth. Faithful friends are life-saving medicine, and those who fear the Lord will find them. The gift of friendship is precious. Our friends bring joy to our lives, help us feel safe and accepted, and support us in our hardest times. God gives us one to another to work out in the flesh our call to love neighbor. Some days, this is easier than others. But we should never take our friendships for granted. Most have been cultivated over a lifetime, and they cannot be replaced. This day, let us give thanks for our dearest friendships, for those who have shown themselves to be nurturers of our trust and well-being, for the joys and memories that they've given us that will always be a cherished part of our lives. As the writer of Ecclesiasticus reminds us, it is God's intention that we have good friends and that we be a good friend to others. Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Heavenly Father, in you we live and move and have our being. We humbly pray you so to guide and govern us by your Holy Spirit, that in all the cares and occupations of our life, we may not forget you, but may remember that we are ever walking in your sight. 
through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.